0: What's up, everybody? This is Chris Kane, again, here with the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. I'm here with my girl, Janae. Janae, say hey to the people.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: So, Janae has um, some issues with an ex, I guess. Is that the, the best way of saying yeah, it? Yeah. And we're trying yes. to talk her through it. So, Janae, I'll we'll let you take it from here.
1: Oh, okay. So, basically, my ex and I were dating for five-plus years, and we had a kid, So that made it a little bit more complicated towards the breakup, but, um, you know, we were in love, we planned to get married, um, we, we basically thought that we found the one that we were going to be with forever, um, and then towards the end, it, of course, as any breakup goes, you know, things just start to get a little rocky, but, um, there was a lot of a lot of hurt involved and a lot of cheating involved, um, on his part, so for me, um, it kind of diminished my self-esteem, so I had a lot of insecurities, but I was still, you know, I thought, you know, this is the first guy I've ever loved, this is going to be the last guy I ever love, like, I'm going to be with him, you know, and, and he still wants to marry me type of thing, and so I was hanging on to that at the end. So, finally, um, things just got too bad, and I had to break it off. Uh, I tried so hard. We tried, but I just couldn't do it anymore. So I had to break it off, and um, I moved. We were in Houston at the time, so I moved back to California. And um, we were still trying to keep some sparks, you know, because I broke up because basically I wanted him to straighten up. And I really I didn't want us to break up forever. I just wanted to kind of wake him up and show him like I'm not gonna stand for this but I do love you and I want to be with you when you get back, you get better you when know when you get right right get right okay assuming I was assuming that he would get right so I'm in California basically keeping tabs on him like he better not be doing anything out there um it was kind of like an obsession it was really unhealthy and we went through about two years of this um on and off thing you know we weren't technically together, quote-unquote together, but we were talking all the time, you know, we still loved each other, we had a, we have a son, so, um, we always, obviously were talking about him a lot and just communicating, um, and then in my, uh, series of, uh, stalkings where I would, like, go on the internet and basically look at what he's doing, um, you know, I'd see pictures of him with other girls, basically, like, he moved on type of thing, and, and he wasn't saying that to my face, so it kind of messed with me a little bit, but, um, I got some help you know I, I met with a counselor and just worked started working on myself started trying to move forward being a better mom you know um, I, we moved out of my mom's house who after we broke up I had moved in with my mom so we moved out of my mom's house I was I got a new job you know I was starting to move on and um, it was tough because I still I still love him you know I feel like I could still see myself with him I can't see myself really with anybody else right now but Um, he, I feel like he's moving on, you know, and I don't really, at one point I was struggling like trying to find ways to like keep him, but now I'm at the point where I think I just really need to focus on me and move forward instead of, um, trying to rekindle anything or trying to make him miss me or do anything like that. Um, but it's, it's a little tough when that's your first love.
0: No, I think, listen, they've made countless movies about first love things. And I feel like it's entirely possible and probably likely you're going to love him forever, no matter how you cut it, right? Even when you hate him, you still love him, right? So that's not going to go away anytime soon. I think the fact that he's seemingly moving on, now the onus is on you. Because if you keep pining, right, then you're you're kind of playing yourself on the chance. Like, well, maybe he's just being yeah. immaterial double back to me. So... The question is, how do you like move forward from here? How do you move on and try to rekindle exactly. your own individual spark and like get your own life back?
1: exactly well, like I said, I met with the counselor, and he was basically saying the same things you're saying as far as um, how do I move on you know finding different ways to move on um, and that was like a year and a half ago when I met with the counselor so at the time I felt like I was getting better you know I was meeting with my counselor I was going to these meetings for codependency you know like I was really trying to be better and that was a year and a half ago and I'm still you know missing him like wanting him to get better so we could be back together and he could you know get his life right and then I just hate the idea of Seeing him get it all together, and then some other girl gets <laughs> reaps the benefits, you know, of my hard work, <laughs> you
0: know. It's, it's a tough. It's a weird, um, selfish thing. Guys go through this a lot. I didn't. I, I never thought of how women go through this because I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. But as a dude, um, when you see your girl on like social media or something or or whatever, and you see her with some new guy, and he's like got a good job, he's in good shape or something, and she's like.
1: Happy uh-huh.
0: hashtag bae and you're like but I,
1: <laughs> crying inside.
0: I, I used to be bae. <laughs> and you like and you know like she's taking some of the things you taught her or that y'all did together and yes. implementing them in this new relationship and this guy's just like mm. like you went through all the BS with her and now all of a sudden this new dude is just like slides in for the glory. Yeah. Like like Joshua did or something, like that. he's like, "Hey, you made it to the promised land baby. He's like, You didn't do any of this right it's, you get the, you can prosper like right. I'm like I'm like Moses, I'm like, I did all the work I did all the work. and then he gave all the glory like it, so i exactly. I think I think that's a I think that's a, a human response there's also some some ego attached to that though, right, and I think that's obviously an internal thing maybe you need to like maybe we should examine that part of it, the ego part of it because I think until you kind of reconcile that, moving forward is always going to be difficult because you have one foot in the past. So
1: Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I never considered the ego part of it. Um, I just, I don't know. I never considered that I had any, like, that I really even had an ego. I thought that was kind of like guy
0: thing i don't know hey look guys i've mentioned this on previous podcasts um guys ego is out of control it's actually i think (laughs) the biggest downfall of guys isn't like money it's not greed or anything i think it's ego i think and i've mentioned before like my own ego and like pride or whatever is probably my biggest downfall Mm -hmm. and i know i i speak dude fluently (laughs) i speak the guys on the regular and we all it's it's a kind of a unanimous thing where it's like Think of it this way. If you are trying to get a guy to do something for him, for you, mm-hmm. you would probably appeal to either his sexuality or his ego. Oh, my God, you're so smart. Oh, wow, have yeah. you been working out? Yeah. All, that, all that stuff is vain. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's all ego-building stuff, and that's how you get a guy to do stuff. Can you pick this up for me? My, my arms are so weak. <laughs> yeah, I got to try just do biceps.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right? That's all. That's ego. That's, like, that's vanity. That's, that's how you appeal to it. You probably didn't even realize that you do it. But if i wanted to get a girl to do something i want to appeal to her sexuality like hey hey yeah you see i just did abs like (laughs) she's like what i'm not gonna do anything for you because you did abs so it doesn't go as easily both ways but women have egos too right like you feel like you're this caliber of a woman right and so for him to find some something close to that outside of you is almost like you can't find another me like i'm i'm I got my that stuff together, right? So that's where the female ego comes in. It's not as uh, detrimental as ours is, right. but it's definitely a thing.
1: That is a big part of it, I think, because, um, okay, so toward, after we broke up, um, we went probably like a year out here, and then it came time to talk about child support, because he was helping a little bit, but it just wasn't enough. And I would have to, like, ask him for things every time I needed something. So I was just like, I need to just either we do this ourselves or I go to a, get a lawyer. But that, it just didn't work out because he he wasn't being very um, receptive to that. He felt like I was just, like, all, like, I was just like a gold digger or something. And um, it was unfortunate, but after... I told after we discussed that, like I mean, they're gonna have to we work this out or go to a lawyer. He stopped talking. He would ignore me, and that was, and that he I've never um, out of our entire relationship, he's never ignored me like for a long period of time. Only like a day or something if he was mad or we had a fight. Right. So for me, that was a trigger <laughs> because I don't know. I just never knew that someone ignoring me would hurt me so bad. You know so. I would, like, reach out in different ways, like, in angry ways, you know, like, you need to talk, like, being upset, you need to talk to me, like, what are you, what are you doing? Or, I miss you type of ways, you know? And, I, and um, it just seemed like it progressed, and, and he was ignoring me more and more, and so that was another part of the bitterness towards the, um, after our breakup. So right now, even though I've kind of gotten used to it, but I'm still trying to find, I don't know, some dignity out of it, you know? So I kind of just wish that he would say at least just one thing so I could ignore him or, you know? (laughs) But um, every time he says something, I just, I can't. Like, I can't ignore him. So that's how I know like I still have feelings attached because it's like, I don't want him to feel the way I'm feeling, even though he's treating me badly. So I think that means that I'm messed up in the head or something. That, that's not normal behavior, right?
0: Well, I mean, it sounds like, first of all, ignoring someone, I think... so Ignoring someone you care about hurts the other person. Because yeah. what we want from somebody we care about is some level of validation. Mm-hmm. And we want to feel special to someone. Mm-hmm. I think we all want to feel special mm-hmm. to somebody. If it's your parents, your significant other, whatever. And if they mm-hmm. ignore you, then you feel... Not only do you not feel special, but if someone is mad at you, they're still giving you attention, right? Anger is still emotion. And yeah. so even if you're like, I hate you, don't like, then yeah, OK, I, I wish we were on better terms. But at least we're talking. At least I know that I make you feel some kind of way. If I can make a girl that angry, that means she's got feelings for me. She loves me. <laughs> if I can make it to the point where you're like, forget you, I hate you, lose. Like you, if you get to the point you lose that much control, I think there's a lot of emotion attached to that. Indifference. Ignoring, to me that's that's almost as devastating as like unrequited affection. If You tell someone, "Hey, I love you," and they just say, "Oh, yeah. you're a nice friend," mm-hmm. and it's like,
1: <sighs> exactly.
0: <sighs> like that's yeah, so. Exactly. Wait, well, the fact that you feel that way, I don't think that's anything messed up in the head. That's a natural response. Your response to him, a lot of people have the eye for an eye thing, right? You ignore me, I'm ignore you. I'm to out ignore you? But Never that's works out well, now. no, but you end up hurting yourself more because. Here's, here's, a, here's a part of that. You think if I ignore you and you're ignoring me that it's going to bring you – like you're using it as a ploy to bring him closer to you. If you're actually ignoring him because you don't want to talk to him, then it's fine. If you're ignoring him because you want him to do something, then you have to run the risk of you ignoring him and him not coming. And then that hurts even more because you're like – even when I pull like – right now you're still coming forward and he's pulling back. But if you pull back and he pulls back and then he never comes forward again – then y'all just go further apart
1: That's kind of where it is now actually yeah. Because I, I did go through that phase Where I was um, wanting to ignore him so bad but, but every time he would say something I would talk But after, um, two weeks ago He sent me He actually sent me a picture I, I had reached out to him first But he responded And he sent me a picture of us Like 2015 or something On Christmas Like he, he my son and I um and I was like and he didn't say anything with it you know it was just it was just a picture by itself and I, and I of course was like okay he must still want me like he must still want us and have feelings for me um but then I said I was excited about it and I was like oh like I miss I miss us that was cute a lot and then I sent a picture back no response and then I said something else about you know our son no response so I just I don't know I feel like I feel like now he might just be playing mind games or something or even if he is like I'm at the point where I'm just like I can't do this anymore. Like I can't keep going back and forth because every time I have these moments where I'm like I'm done, you know, like I need to move forward. It's so hard. Like I'll end up crying and I'll be so just devastated like I just broke up with him all over again. <laughs> so um, I don't really understand the mind games or, like of sending a picture like that still trying to figure out
0: what it was about that's a good question i mean i don't know the dude so i can't like be like oh yeah i know him he's like this (laughs) kind of guy i don't want to like jump to those conclusions Mm -hmm. um when it comes to well let's start with this way if if this is a mind game in some way then that's a show of immaturity anyway Mm -hmm. right because that means you're purposely messing with someone's mind to for your own entertainment Right, that's yeah. essentially what it is. Right. So if that's the case, then that's already immature. So that's more of an indictment on him. Now, how that affects you is where your role comes into this. Mm-hmm. Because someone can attempt to hurt you or attempt to play mind games with you, but you have to be a willing acceptor of the game. You don't have to yeah. play the game, yeah. right? So if you're right. playing into the game, then that's your role in this. Right. So he can be a dick for sure. He can be out of line, absolutely. But if you're like... What does it mean? I just want to know it. <laughs> and then, and, and I'm obviously right. doing my exaggerated girl thing. But if you, if you could go that route with it, then you're playing into it. Right. And so now you're a prisoner to your own emotions.
1: Exactly. So That makes so much sense. Well, yeah. That's what it felt like the week, the week of, after he sent that picture, and then the week after. So it was, it was hard. And now I'm at the point um, where I'm just, I want to move forward. I don't really know how, like I'm still, every time I get on Instagram, I go and search his page, you know, sometimes I'll even go on Twitter, just to like see, I don't know, I think I'm looking to see if he's with anybody else, to be honest, mm-hmm. and so, like every time I do that, it shows me that I'm not over him, because like my mind will try to say, you know what, we can do this, You can get over him, just, um, just let him be, don't talk to him, but then I'll be on Instagram looking at him, so... Um, I'm. it's hard to to know exactly what I need to do to move on because time clearly just hasn't done much for me you know because sure. um, I want you want to just say like time will heal everything but I don't know I'm still here at, after two years of, after we broke up
0: I disagree very strongly with the adage that time heals all wounds I think that's I think that's something people say I don't think it's necessarily true I think doing things changes things mm-hmm. um And typically what happens with time is that more things happen in your life that require your attention. And so you give less attention to things that happened before. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if you say you meet someone new, that's, I guess, a new stimulus. But in this case, you have to, your behaviors have to change a little bit. Like you're talking about the outcome. The outcome is moving forward. Mm -hmm. right? I I want to move on, I want to move forward. That's the outcome part of this. But the behaviors are still... But I'm living in the past. Yeah. I'm still checking social media. I'm still pining for the past. I still believe there's something there. So you're still so you're stuck between two worlds. You're not gonna get to your outcome goal until your behavioral goals are in line with it. Mm. Essentially, and this is maybe a good metaphor. You sound like someone who had a plan A. I'm gonna be a, I don't know, a professional football player. Yeah. That's what I'm being. I'm gonna be a, and then like they broke their leg, yeah. and they're like, oh, you gotta find a new career. But I've only spent my whole life trying to play football yeah, exactly. um, I didn't go to school so it was like now what and then you like look at what well, may I can go play football in Canada and then work my way back to the NFL and, and you, you're just on that but it's maybe like well what what skills do I have that I can move forward from this right so the behaviors have to start switching up a little bit so yeah. the social media side of it is a murderer I think the first behavior is I would stop social <laughs> stalking uh, <laughs> Because as long as you're doing that, you're, you're essentially, you're like cutting a wound, putting the band-aid over it, and then ripping the band-aid off and wow. cutting it. You're just doing that over and over again. Yeah. You're never going to go on social media and see like, man, I really miss my ex.
1: <gasps> oh,
0: <laughs> he misses me. Thank God he finally <laughs> put that up there. I was really losing right, faith for I'm a Right, i going to see that. Right, That's, but I think part of you is hoping for that. Like, you hope to see the, the family photo on a throwback Thursday yeah. or something. Or you're hoping to see the, <laughs> hey be careful what you wish for. You may lose the one you really love. <laughs> is that about me? And you start feeling it. I think that's like that's where your your brain is, but the, the likelihood of that is very unlikely. And even if it happened, you don't know if it's a game or not. Yeah. You can, he can post that. You'd be like, I saw your post, your TBT. Right. I remember that trip to the Bahamas. And then he was just like, you may not respond to it. And you're yeah. like, well, fuck, why would he post that? <laughs> I mean, he didn't want to respond to it. So mind games, yeah. I think the social media part's the first step. You got to... Uh-huh. You gotta stalking is never good. Let's just be real.
1: Okay, let's clear. I'm, I don't. I'm not a stalking. Yet,
0: Listen, you can try to clean it up you if think, you want to.
1: Looking at someone's page like a few times a week is that stalking?
0: Is it a few times a week <laughs> or is it a few times a day?
1: It's like every other day, every day, like once or twice a day. I wish we had a, <laughs> a,
0: a panel of people here. Is like, how do you? Is it is it too often? I was like, <laughs> is it too often? The panel said it's stalking. We're gonna go with stalking on this, people. Um, uh, I think it's if you have to try to like yeah. differentiate between mm-hmm. looking a lot and stalking, it's probably stalking.
1: Well, maybe that's a thing too that I need to get you over. Know, because like to me, I just thought I just I think my mind plays it off as like it's innocent. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm just like looking at this person's page, you know. But I think you know maybe you're
0: right. I think you need to own it, and you got to say it to the people. I think you need to own that you've been stalking this page. And, it's, and it seems like a trivial thing and maybe a little bit comical. There's some, some comedy in here. But you have to own that behavior because you can't move past it if you don't own it for what it is. Right. If you think, true. I'm just checking out an ex's page. Who don't do that? Whatever. I'm not weird. You're weird. So's your face. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you gotta own, okay, I've been fucking up. I'm stalking this page. That's not a healthy behavior. And once you can once, once you can crystallize it and say it out loud and then you hear it back to yourself you're like okay now I can move forward you can't move forward if you don't address that as an issue so so you gotta you gotta say it and then don't say it for me say it for you
1: <laughs> so should I say it
0: now you should say it now the people are waiting <laughs> patiently by the computers phones or uh, tablets
1: okay so I guess
0: no 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 I guess own it <laughs> uh
1: okay so i've been stalking his page yeah i need to stop and i need help stopping (laughs) um i mean i met a i i knew somebody who her ex actually asked her to block him because he was looking at her page you know and it was it was throwing him off track so i thought about that but I don't know. I think it's my ego that won't let me ask him that question, and it's hard for me to stop myself. So it's gonna be some work, but if that's the step I need to take, and that'll help, then I I'm willing to do it because I can't keep going through this anymore.
0: This is the first step, yeah. and listen, any any growth that happens is a series of steps. I think that's why I mentioned the outcome versus the behavior parts of it. Um, like people know I'm a trainer, right? So. People come to me and say, "I want to lose thirty pounds." Just as an example, and then I say, "Okay, what steps are you taking to lose weight? Are you you here to see me? That's a good first step. How do you eat? How active are you normally? Um, you know, how accountable are you to your own actions and all that?" And then usually we find out when you start going through the little lists of things; those that's where things fall apart. Well, I do have wine pretty much every day, or. I'm a little crazy on the weekends or, and then they say, but this is my goal. I want to lose 30 pounds, but my behaviors aren't aligned with it. So what it is, is that time you go out with friends for a birthday and everyone's having drinks, "Ah, drink, drink, drinks, instead of just drinking with everyone else, that's when you'd say, you know what? I'm just having water tonight. Mm -hmm. Or if I have a drink, I'll have one and then a bunch of water, as opposed to drinking all night with everyone else, because that behavior is going to push you towards whatever goal you're trying to get to. But that's hard every time. Going out with the friends, birthday parties, weddings, home on a Friday night, Netflix. They might as well just call it Netflix and wine because <laughs> these shows they, like, they just pop this cork. Like yes. it's, it's, you're, you're right there. So I tell people it's a series of steps, and sometimes you're gonna miss up. This isn't like it's not like um, Guitar Hero, where you, if you miss a note, like man, like oh fuck, I messed up. <laughs> like in real life, you take a couple steps forward, and you take a half step back, a step forward two or three more steps, it it moves Mm -hmm. in both directions. It's not like a a purely linear, like, forward-moving thing. So, the steps you take are what helps you get over it. I said the first step was admitting that you've been stalking. And it sounds bad. (laughs) Every time I say it, I see your face, (laughs) you're like, this just sounds wrong. It's it's bad. It's not good. It's
1: not what I was doing. But, I mean, I guess it is what I've been
0: doing. You gotta own it. It's no... It's just... It's what it is. So... That's the first step. Now the second step is, okay, now that I know that I've been stalking, how do I stop? And there's probably two main ways to stop. One is just to delete the person on social media. That's the cold turkey kind of easiest route. But that may be too hard of a step. So then the second step is, okay, um, log on, but maybe look at the profile half as much as I've been looking at it. So maybe like once a week is a good number, Mm -hmm. right? As opposed to once a day or bi-hourly or... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to lunch, let me check my Facebook real quick. <laughs> All right, cool, he didn't post anything. Right? Just like... And then at a certain time, the more infrequently you look, the less frequently you're going to want to look. Initially, it's going to be like any withdrawal type thing. We'd be like, I just want to know if he's posting pictures with bitches.
1: Yeah. that I think yeah. that's the um, the biggest reason why I look is because I want to see if there is somebody else. And it's really, truly not my business, but I feel like... I still feel like he's mine or something or like he's mine in the future and I want to know, you know, who he's been with or, you know, I don't know. It's, it's definitely unhealthy.
0: That's a good admission. Yeah. It's the second step. See, look, you're making steps
1: already. <laughs> so how do I try? I really want to get over this.
0: Well, that's a good step. I really want to get over him. And so to, you just brought up a good point actually about, you want to know if he has someone else in his life. And I think we have to ask ask this question. If he does, could you then just move on? Or would it be more detrimental to you to know that than it is not knowing? Because on on some level, you're making it seem as though your emotions towards him are conditional on him having someone else. But his emotions towards you seem to be pretty, for the most part, like he's distant. Mm -hmm. And occasionally, like, he tosses you a bone. But for the most part, he's distant. And he hasn't, maybe he's stalking you too. But I don't think he's overly concerned about whether you have somebody else in your life. I think he's just distant for the sake of being distant. You're almost like, well, if he's got a new chick, then I'm out. <laughs> but my question is, why does it have to get to that point? The fact that he's been distant for like right. a year and a half, almost two years,
1: yeah. why isn't
0: that enough for you to be out? Um,
1: I'm not really sure. I mean, I know to give you some history on this topic as far as this stalking, um, I've been doing it like a forever in our relationship so the cheating started early on maybe like I mean as far as I knew maybe like in a month I mean a month (laughs) a year (laughs) a year in or so and what I would do was I would just look I would look on Twitter I would look on um, like the gossip sites I would look on Instagram and I would check to see, like, names or people or, like, little hints or clues to find out who he was messing with, you know, on the side or who he's, or anybody trying to get at him so I could stop that behavior, you know? Like, I was trying to control everything. So I would even try to control... If I found out a girl was trying to, like, talk to him, like I would set my intentions on trying to get her to either think bad of him or, like, um, just to defer you know her from trying to talk to him sometimes i would even be as crazy as telling him or like making hints like oh so who's this girl you know on twitter who's this girl or you know no. trying to stop him from doing something in, in fear that he would get caught and um so i think it's also just a habit you know just looking to see like who's the next person gonna be is there somebody else so if if I did find out that he was dating somebody, I don't even know how I would act, because we're not. Every time I have found somebody, we were together, and I my behavior was how can you do this to me? Blah, blah, blah. You know. So now that we're not together, I don't even know how I would act if if I found out he was dating somebody. I know I would be hurt. I feel like I would, I would definitely lose it, emotionally.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I, I can I can pretty much tell you what's gonna happen. It's not gonna be good. <laughs> it won't be like. Well, at least I know. <laughs> and now I can move on. I can tell you for a fact that's not what's going to be. It's going to be one devastation. And actually, I think it would go opposite. I think you would actually stalk even harder to see how well they're doing. Like mm-hmm. she's not even that cute. I'm prettier than she is. She's a bitch. No, I don't wanna this and th- I know, but that's a, that's a thing about because stalking essentially is some level of an obsession, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to think of it like in its basic terms, mm-hmm. and we're obsessed with something. And you're obsessed with all parts of it. So if you like. Controversy, even when something is resolved, you're almost thinking, when is it gonna fall off the handles again? You know, so it's like you're yeah. so you're waiting to see when the shoe's gonna drop. You know at some point he's gonna date somebody. Right? It's illogical to think he's gonna just be single forever, even if he doesn't post anything ever again in life. You know, all right, wait a minute now. Mm-hmm. He's I noticed some chick that's like, What are you doing tonight? <laughs> oh you know I'm just at the crib. You want to come over? Oh, no, I guess. <laughs> complicated thing with this girl in California. Like, you know it's going to be a thing. Yeah. At some point, somebody's going to catch him. Yeah. You may sure. not post because that's dumb mm-hmm. to post, but mm-hmm. you know some. You know, there's, that's going to happen at some point. So the idea of I'm just waiting to see what, what it's going to be so I can react to it, it's like you're setting yourself up to fail. Mm-hmm. Like, you're expecting the worst, and so when it happens, then you're, like, devastated by it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an unhealthy probably behavior and i think it's a it's a bad it's a state of anxiety to be in yeah
1: because
0: you're thinking every time you check either you're going to see something about you or something about some other chick and either way it's going to make you anxious like why is he posting about me or why is he posting his new girl neither scenario works out where it's like oh this was good i'm glad i looked at the page today
1: yes exactly it's So nothing it doesn't end happily
0: obsessions don't unless you're obsessive about like I don't know, drinking water or something, but I guess <laughs> <laughs> I guess even that could be weird. It's like, dude, another bottle of water? I gotta, gotta get it hydrated. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed, bro. <laughs> Boss, holler at me. Um. <laughs> All right, Janae, we've been vibing for like, I you don't know, 40 minutes so far. So I'm gonna actually pause the podcast right now because I don't wanna go too far and be here for like an hour and 15 minutes and be like the longest podcast ever. So I'm gonna pause this right now. Um, save those thoughts. Me and you are going to resume now, but to the audience out there, they won't hear us again until next week. So, guys, this is podcast number one with Janae. Next week is going to be podcast number two. If you've enjoyed this part, please tune in next week and see how this thing ends. Y'all have a great week. Tune in to the Sunday the podcast a few days from now, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday with Janae. Deuces. All right, Janae, we've been vibing for like, I don't know, 40 minutes so far, so I'm going to actually pause